Good morning! Welcome to the Breakfast Show. Lawson and his dance moves are in the studio this morning along with Mon. You are listening to Faith FM on 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. Right, right across, across Australia. Australia. Right, right across, across the Faith, Faith FM, FM network. network. I'm going to be so bummed when we can't do that in tune anymore. <laughs> no, you should just do it to Lyle. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then he won't idea. And he won't know and he's just, he'll just be like, what? I'll just launch it on him. Yeah. I'll just say it right along with him hit one him, morning. Just hit him with it. It'll be hilarious. It'll be so funny. Hit him with the mimic. Bam. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. They're on their way back. Oh, they are yeah, too. Yeah, when she, do they get back? I, they, well, they, they didn't give us a specific date. They just I might have a specific date. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I was looking at her Instagram last night and one of her many posts was like, we are now on our way home. Um, and so she had a picture up of her and Lyle climbing the sign in Cooper Petey. Cooper mm-hmm. Petey? Cooper. Co- I, Co- I don't know if it's Cooper or Cooper. Th- I'm pretty sure it's Coop- Cooper Petey. Coop- okay, Coop- yeah. Cooper? That's what I'm saying. Is it Cooper or is it yeah, Cooper? Yeah, it's got a P. Okay. No. Jasmine says no. Producer it's got Jazz. a B. It's Cooper PD. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Man. Learn something new. We're struggling, Learn eh? Learn something new. This country's too big. <laughs> Chop it in half. It Chop it in half. WA can be its own country. Oh, we'll keep true. coming back to you this. You should secede. Dude, if that ever happens, I'm so going to run for Prime Minister of all, um, Western Australia. <laughs> yes. President. No, Queen. Queen. Queen <laughs> becomes a monarchy. WA. Yeah, monarchy. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> monarchy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Lawson, what are you grateful for this morning? I am grateful. That God is good. Amen. Amen. God Amen. is so good. God is so amazing. I mean, I'm extremely grateful um, for for my friends and just working and whatnot. Oh, no, nah, that'll come later. Got got some got some little stories, but that, that's fine. Got some got some shout outs to do, but it's okay. That'll come a bit later. But yeah, God is good. I've just been having such a good time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on air, but I've talked to you about it. I've I'd been struggling with my health. Mm-hmm. And um, I got some tests, and they told me nothing was wrong. And I was like, "Oh well, rip me!" But I actually feel better. Oh, I've been good. praying about it a lot. I know a lot of people who are praying about it for me, and um, I've been feeling a lot better. Amen. And, and I'm I'm doing good. Praise so, the Lord. So yeah, 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 that's great. You always leave me with like five seconds to talk about what I'm grateful for. You go on and on and on, leave me with nothing. You know. Well, as a result, I'm not going to tell you. That's okay. Anyway, great show coming up for you shortly.
Welcome back to you are Faith, Faith, Faith FM Breakfast what, Show. The breakfast show. What? Muted myself. That was uh, Chelsea Moon and her band. And uh, you're listening to Lost and Mon this morning. Um, I, whoa, what is that? What is what? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just, I'm plate gazing right now. Yeah, I'm going to smack you around the head. Super with hard. My plate. But, but not in judgment. In in congratulations. How did you not you see just, that earlier? I don't know, but you're living your you best d- you life. You didn't see that earlier? <clears throat> no. That's why producer Jazz came in here and it got all sticky big and was like, that's not breakfast I thought she was talking about the and fruit. And dropped her judgment. I oh. thought she was talking about the fruit for some reason. No. No, and I was like, wow, that's fruit. a, is, is like, do, do, does it need to be more balanced? You need some like oats on that fruit or something? But no, I, I saw that. Hey, by the way, do we need to, do we need to continue the clues from yesterday? Because we've got like. One clue in, no, two oh. clues in. Yeah. I yeah, think. I think we probably should do that. Guess what? What? Do you know the answer? Have you, do you answer the, the city? What city am I? Oh, no, I didn't answer this one. Okay. So I need to I need to get my pen. You you get your head in the game, son. I do. You're I'm, all over the shop I, right now. I'm like, I... You're trying to read your phone. You're trying to be on air. Look, yes. <laughs> it's a hard morning for you. <laughs> it's really hard. Life is hard. <laughs> Everything I said before was a lie. I'm really, really sad. No, God is good, man. Life Amen. is good. I'm just like, I'm just getting in. I'm just getting in the zone. You know, I'm just getting into gear. Just been doing research on my segment coming up. You know, getting my news all down pat. Just, just trying to, just, just trying to do the best for okay. the listeners. You know. Okay. So let's move on to our quiz. Okay. <laughs> this is a what? Am I, what city am I? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the, the two clues that we gave out yesterday again, just to rehash. So the first two clues were: an old prophet in this city lied to a man of God from Judah, yes, who was later killed mm-hmm. by a lion because he believed in the prophet. Clue number two was: a man and his whole family were spared because he showed some spies from the house of Joseph how to get into this city and attack it. And mm-hmm. our new clue, clue number three. Rebecca's nurse Deborah died and was buried under an oak tree here. Give us a call if you know what city that is. Our number, of course, is 1 800 Faith FM. It's 1 800 324 843. Or you can text 0491064669. And if you get it right, you'll win the prize. And Lawson doesn't know the answer just I, yet. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Good guess, though. That was a good guess, but you're incorrect. Oh, man, I am struggling because I, I know these stories. You know, you know the stories. Yeah, I, I've read Genesis. You know, I've I've read Kings. Okay, I know these stories, but I I'm just struggling. Yeah, yeah. It's the details. Mm. But I want to ask you before you get into your news. Yeah. What are you grateful for this yeah, morning, Monica? I'm sorry, we don't have time for that anymore, Lawson. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Yes, we no, do. No, we don't. I have some really cool good news <sighs> to share. You are you grateful have- for the news? You're going to have to learn how to share the morning intro. Yep. So that two people can talk about what they're grateful mm. for. Yeah. Look, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm learning. Learn. I'm learning. I'm, I'm on a learn. learning curve yeah. and I just have to apologize to you. Um, <laughs> you know, my intention was never to steal the spotlight from you and make <laughs> you feel insecure. Oh, uh, it's none of that. <laughs> it's none of that, son. I, I think it might be. No, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. What do you Guess got? what? So yeah, this oh, yeah. is coming out of Australia, okay. and I'm really excited about this because this is like my brother works with ambulances, mm-hmm. um, drives around an ambulance. Oh, is he a paramedic? 
He's actually a student, but he's so good at it. They just gave him an ambulance. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Like he parks it out the front. <laughs> it's great. It's like, oh, look at me. This is me and my ambulance. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's, I'm so proud of him. That's so um, good. But there's a new app that is just saving lives around the world. Oh. And apparently it's been doing a great work in Australia. So it basically it's an app that recruits thousands of um, Good Samaritans as volunteers for medical emergencies. So it's called the Good Samaritan app. Uh, Good Sam, actually, so G-O-O-D, capital S, capital A, capital M, all one word. So look up Good Sam app and download this thing. And uh, so basically, if an ambulance is dispatched in response to someone in the midst of uh, cardiac arrest or some sort of other life-threatening emergency, the Good Sam app sends a phone call alert um, to first responders and medically trained civilians who are nearby to the person in distress. Uh, which is just so cool. So Ambulance Victoria website says that every minute that a cardiac arrest patient doesn't get CPR or defibrillation, their chances of survival fall by 10%. Mm. Um, so recruiting the help of nearby pedestrians um, can actually just make a world of difference for that person's um, survival and recovery. Uh, so they actually um, just recently they had um, this, this app made headline news around the world uh, in Victoria um, an off-duty paramedic got a good sound notification um, uh, concerning a 49-year-old man who had collapsed in his Melbourne home in the middle of the night. And uh, and since the guy lived close to this, to this paramedic's home, um, she was able to just rush to his side and give him CPR until the ambulance arrived. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I didn't even get out of my pajamas. I just chucked on a hoodie and ran out the door. And uh, he just lived around the corner. And yeah, ended up saving that guy's life. Wow. And this and this is like just apparently one of many um, of the app's success stories. Uh, so the Victorian Health Minister Jenny Mikakos uh, told uh, the news that the platform had already helped save 20 lives since the start of the year. Mm. Which is amazing. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the app was originally limited, uh, limited to volunteer, um, limited its volunteer participants to just like nurses and, and professionally trained uh, medicals, uh, medical professionals, basically. But they're now allowing any regional residents with basic CPR and first training to enlist okay. as a volunteer with this app, which I could do because so I, that, I did first like, all the first training that there is. That was my question. Is like, is it just a bunch of randoms can just jump on this thing and it's no, like, no, you have to have a tra- and you can. Because I did, I did the training last year, and you do get a whole bunch of certificates that you can then prove. So it, it's not like you could just say, "Oh, I've done it," and they go, "Okay." Yeah, like you can actually. Um, but even that, I'm, ju- I'm just thinking like, "Oh, you just sign up to an app, and it just tells you when someone goes into cardiac arrest near you, and you just rock up, and you some random like, oh, <laughs> hey, what's up, man? I hope you're okay.' Like, <laughs> like the Bible uh, here last. <laughs> like I, I, I was just that was my biggest thing. I was like wondering like, oh, this is kind of no. strange, but no, it, it is targeted more. At, at, at people yeah, who people trained. who know what to do. Yeah. People who know what to do. That's awesome. So, according to the Good Sam website, over forty thousand trained volunteers have registered with um, the international alert system, mm-hmm. and they've already responded to about eight thousand alerts. Wow. Um. Yeah. So, hey, if you guys like anyone listening to this is like, do you know what? I'm a nurse, a doctor. I'm a retired medical professional. Whatever it is, you know, I've done my my first aid certs. Jump on this platform and register as a respondent. Uh, the website's um, the official app website is. Wait, hang on, let me just make sure I got the right one here. It's goodsamapp.org. So G O O D S A M A P P.org. Love a good .org. Yeah, goodsamapp.org. 
dot org. That's a great. I, I love a good app. I love it when they use technology um, to bless people. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Yeah, for good, for the greater good. Um, but still on the medical side of things, I just want to talk oh, about yep. something else that's coming out of Pakistan, which is just so cool. So, like, I don't, I don't know that you realize this, but um, you know, when they need a skin graft, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this happens. This sadly happens a lot in in Pakistan. Um, doctors are always hunting down uh, skin grafts for acid attack victims and acid attack survivors, which yeah. is really sad. And uh, and usually this can be quite expensive. So at the moment, burn victims can either be treated with uh, skin that's been grafted from another part of their body, mm. or doctors can use uh, donor skin, like skin from a donor. Mm. Um, and that being said, like the the procedure for grafting skin for the patient's own body can be particularly expensive. And donated skin can't be stored for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, so the grafts are like often in short supply. Uh, they can actually also use artificial skin that's been grown in a lab. But it usually costs about 900 US dollars per square inch. Mm. That's like so yeah. expensive. Um, and it's like particularly unaffordable for young women who have, you know, fallen victim to acid attacks in rural or underdeveloped regions in Pakistan, of which there is yeah. quite a bit. Um, but a guy called Dr. Ralf Ahmed from the Jinan Burn and, Re- and Reconstructive Surgery Center in the Pakistani city of Lahore, um, he talked to CNN and uh, he's actually developed a much more inexpensive solution to the problem of these expensive, costly um, artificial skin grafts. Mm. You'll never believe what he's doing. What is so, he doing? So rather using the, um, the, the traditional enzyme, it's called the tripezine enzyme to cultivate artificial skin cells, he began using sodium chloride, or as we know it, table salt. Oh, nice. Yeah, to develop skin, skin samples. And this breakthrough, like I can't believe how easy it's been. This breakthrough took the cost of skin grafts down from nine hundred dollars per square inch to five bucks per square inch, and get this can be stored for up to two years. Man, this guy is killing it. Yeah. This is like the um, amazing. Yeah, and the results apparently been outstanding. They did tests on animals, and now they're doing tests on um, you know, survivors and burn victims, and uh, and the mortality rate is apparently like more than seventy percent. It's it's just incredible. That is awesome. Yeah, praise the Lord for this. Table salt, man. Yeah, God blesses us with some of the littlest thing we don't even realize. Dear, so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word Just to rest upon his promise Just to know, thus saith the Lord To trust in Jesus Just to trust His cleansing blood And in simple faith to plunge me Neath the healing cleansing flood Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him Oh, 
trust Him more. Yes, dear, sweet, to trust in Jesus. Just from sin and self to cease. Just from Jesus. Jesus, how I trust Him, how I've proved Him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him Jane Lavick with Tis So Sweet, and we have uh, come to another clue for the quiz, which I still don't know, so double prizes are still up for grabs, and I am still freaking out that I don't know. <laughs> Man, you better figure this out soon, because okay. I'm going to start making my, up my own DIY quiz clues for this soon, because we are running out of quiz clues, Alton. Mm. Get it right, would you? Okay, okay, what city am I? Uh, this is the place where God revealed himself to Jacob when he was fleeing Esau. This is the place where God revealed himself to Jacob when he was fleeing Esau. Lawson still doesn't have it right. Lawson is just sitting in the corner crying. <laughs> Are you asking producer Jazza if she knows yeah, the answer? Yeah, I am. I, so I think she, she knows the Yeah, she knows the answer. She knows what it is. Because I have to tell her. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, just get Man, my calls. I feel so dumb. You're not dumb. <laughs> You're very, very clever. Why? The clues are so cryptic. It's a hard one. It is it's a hard a, it is a, one. It's a hard one. Why am I struggling? Man, I've read Genesis. The, don't like, beat yourself up, hun. I like Genesis. You're not going to get them all. Why am I so silly? You're not silly. Sometimes you're just going to get them on the fifth clue instead of on the first clue. You don't have to get them on the first time every single no, time. No, I do. You're going to be I gotta, okay. i gotta, I got to prove it's myself. It's going to be okay. Do you want Me's me to make weak, you a sandwich? arms heavy. What? <laughs> I'd like you to make me a sandwich, actually. No. Oh no. Okay, that's fine. That ship sailed. If you want a sandwich, you got to you got to tell me the night before because I don't. Okay. I don't just bring sandwich ingredients to yeah. work for no reason. Well, you, you could. still owe me four bucks, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Come on, just give me time. Give me time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. Gonna I got a family. <laughs> <laughs> of worms <laughs> in your tummy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have a family of one. It involves me. <laughs> hey, just before I get into some some interesting news, mm-hmm. um, quick shout out. Today, there is a group of North New South Wales young adults who are getting on a plane to go to the Philippines to preach. Oh, hi. Yeah, so they're going to be going over, um, I, I don't know how many there is, around 15, I believe, 15 to 20. Um, they're heading over on the plane. They're going to be preaching for two weeks straight, every single night. Good on And them. this is really cool because I was talking to, to some, some of these guys um, just recently. Actually, I was talking to some of them yesterday, and, and for, for a lot of them, like it's their first time preaching. Like, you know, they don't have that experience of oh, even just scary. like, you know, being, you know, preaching like a 10 minute sermon at, uh, you know sermonette at church a lot of these oh they haven't even done that they, a lot of these guys are oh, like yep wow. I, I haven't even preached before but i'm gonna get up and like welcome to the deep end like seriously they're gonna be preaching um for for two weeks straight every single night and they're gonna be going through the the doctrines of the adventist church and i think it's 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 just awesome like what you know what is you know good is that they've got a lot of support there um, yeah. To to help them in their in their preaching, they're not just sort of flying in blind. They've you know got a lot of different things. It was it was a, it was a little bit different when we went to Ethiopia. It was just kind of like just sort of rocked up and did did my thing. But that that's what it, you know that was the nature of the trip because it was a bunch of pastors and yeah, Lawson yeah. and Monica, and you know, Varney, yeah. and Varney. That was my first time preaching. Did you know that? That was ever. No 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 no. I don't like little ten minute sermons. Um. Mm. Well, not. Not sermons. Well, actually, no, I think I did two yeah. in my whole time. But you've never done like a full-on 40-minute no, no. thing? And I don't know if I would even count the one that I did in, the ones that I did in Ethiopia as full-on 40 minutes because you're being translated, which immediately yeah. halves your time. Yeah. But yeah. But I have done plenty of public speaking like through Toastmasters and that kind of thing. True. Okay. So I wasn't like hugely nervous about being up the front in front of people, but I knew that I just... Okay. Oh man, I was thriving. Except for the yeah. times I was like throwing I will, up five look, it's minutes not, before it's not I It's not my thing. Stage. It's not my thing. You were, yeah, you were up chucking. But that's not because you were nervous. You were eating goat I, meat. I was ge- eating goat meat, and um, the, dude, that's actually you know what? Like, what? all things work together for good. And because I got sick from that, that made me start to eat healthier. Because yeah, I'd feel sick if I ate anything heavy or ate any meat. So I'm like on this cool vego trend right now, mm-hmm. and like. I'm I'm literally getting healthier because of it. Like yeah. I feel better. Um, um, I'm losing weight. I'm like everything that is you know equals that equals having better health is coming together for me, and that's because nice. I got sick in Ethiopia from eating, eating goat meat. So 
So yeah. <laughs> well, we sh- we need to keep our, our our young people, our youth, mm. in prayer as they do go over and minister to Philippines. So it's very exciting. Mm. Of course, this is also national radio, and there is a group of South New South Wales young adults who are currently in the Philippines um, preaching. I got a text last night from from one of them from Jasmine saying that um, different say, to producer jazz, different to producer jazz from from Jasmine who's who's over there saying that um, yeah she she preached last night on the Sabbath and there was Ooh. a bunch of people there who accepted the Sabbath for the first Amen. time in their life. So praise the Lord that um you know the work is going out and being done by young people. That's incredible. You know, that's amazing. We'll have to get them back um, on air when they come back. 100%. I'm like, so keen. Are they going to different cities in the Philippines, these two teams of people? Um, yeah, I'm like 100% sure they are. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we can talk to talk to a bunch of different... But you know what it was like when we were in Ethiopia. Even we were in different cities, even yeah, though we were in the same yeah, city. You yeah, know, I'll, I was yeah. out in rural Whoop Whoop with like a bunch of, you know, with like 800 people. You're in like a church plant in the middle of the city with yeah. 100 people, you mm-hmm. know. Like everyone sort of has different experiences and everything. So so I'm super keen to get a bunch of them on air and, and, and get some cool interviews. Um, See what's happening in the Philippines. Yeah. Little mission report. Because it seems like it's going down over there. Yeah. Like they're just loving it. It's yeah. awesome. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I've talked about about that a bunch. Now I have to talk about some some currently um, serious news. Ooh. And one of, one of the biggest things that's happening, I, I, I love, you know, I sort of do a little check-in with Australian politics every every now and now and then, especially, you know, we just had an election has changed. Well, not necessarily a, a change of government, but, um, you know, as the, the Liberal Party is still leading the country, but just, you know, things are changing in different ways. Um, one of the biggest conversations that happening that's happening right now is... Um, the conversation over faith and religious liberty. Yeah. And um, essentially, uh, one, of, one of the, you know, because they're, you know, passing, they're trying to pass bills and whatnot to protect religious freedom um, from the SCOMO government. And the Eternal General, the Attorney General of Australia, Christian Porter, has, he's actually um, been accused um, of not understanding the bill and his suggestions have been rejected um, because Ooh. people say that he's not religious enough to have oh, wow. any say. Okay. And now I like, you know, and, and there's this going back and forward and, and now there are some like, um, there are some more conservative politicians who are going to deny the bill if it's not strong enough. So do you think do you think that's valid that people who aren't religious shouldn't be making laws about religious liberty? Or they're not going to understand if they're not religious themselves. I think that this is the thing: whether you're religious or not, ultimately you have a faith. Like even mm. if you claim to be the most staunch atheist, that's your faith, that's mm-hmm. your belief, and religion is essentially you know a set of beliefs. Um, and so, I think when it comes to religious liberty and that thing, I think they that, that they have a valid. They had a, they have a valid voice just as much as anyone. I think that they they shouldn't be the ones who are solely and wholly making the decisions, making the laws. It's you know we live in a democracy. It's a corroborative effort. Um, but yeah, I think that you know people denying the Attorney General Christian Porter from having a say just because he's quote unquote not religious enough. I don't think that's fair. I think the whole point of religious liberty, uh, uh, religious freedom, is not only from 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 the fact of like okay we're letting religions. Uh, live in accordance to their belief, but we're also letting just people live in accordance to what they believe, you know. And that's what it was. For example, in America, that that well, that was literally what America was 
compared to Europe. So in Europe, there was no religious freedom, and the Catholic Church ran everything, and there was huge persecution because of it. Because if you didn't believe in the in the beliefs of the Catholic Church, then you get persecuted. Um, so then America makes this country, you know, they start this new country that's based on religious freedom to let people who don't want to believe in Christianity do what they want. And so the same thing is happening here in, in an opposite way. We have a country that's, you know, admittedly, yeah, there are a lot of Christians in Australia, but there's there's a big push in, in media and in government at the moment against Christianity. So they've said, okay, it's necessary, to, necessary for us to make laws that protect religious freedom. And it's like now it's going the other way, that like we have to protect the, the people who are professedly have a, a religion, you know, and that's not just Christianity either. That's Islam. That's um, Buddhism. That's, you know, there's a whole host of other religions. We have to, to give them the right to be able to, to live in, in that belief. And, and so, yeah, it's just interesting. It's just going backwards and forwards. We're just seeing, you know, sort of history repeat itself in, in different ways. And, and I'm, I'm just of the opinion of like, I don't know, your relationship with Jesus is between you. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, we, we should be protecting people. We should be protecting people and their jobs and, and everything, you know. People have the right to, to live in a society with the beliefs that they have. You know, if they're, if they're keeping civil law, what's, what's to stop them having religious beliefs? So, yeah. If you have an opinion on that, give us a call, 1-800-324-843. And we'd love to talk to you. But right now, this is Anders Svensson with Gone Are The Days. days that I look to the world for peace, look for a sense of belonging. And gone are the days that I thought I'd give my life to lies. Gone are the days, and gone are the days. Gone are the days that I Sought for myself to please Look for a sense of my glory And gone are the days that I thought I would give my life to lies Gone are the days And gone are the days Just like their polar sun Hiding and on the run, roaming on my own. But then you came to me and bound up all my wounds and brought me on my way. No more to stray. Tied on to our lives Cling to our proud spotlight Let all our senses soar to new heights But none can compare to the light that shines From Calvary so bright From there we are saved From there we are saved Hiding and on the run, roaming on my 
Welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the part of our show where we do an interview before we get into the interview. No, we're going to do the other way around. We're going to start the interview and then we're going to have the interviewee read a quiz oh, clue yes. because you told me our interviewee today has an amazing magical reading voice. Oh, yeah. Dude, and I am keen, so babe, to hear it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why don't you introduce her? So, uh, sitting across from me is my, is my good friend, Joelle Lawrence. Joelle, how are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Oh, man. That's... Joelle, you have, you have like so much expectation to fulfill right now. I'm yeah. Really, I'm really I'm sorry, Lawson. Right now. I'm so sorry, Lawson hyped you this much. <laughs> but yeah, you're in it now. You're going to have to read our quiz. Well, hang on. First of all, he said you have an accent. Where's your accent from? Well, I'm from South Africa, Cape Town. No way! Yeah. You I guys, love Cape Town. How you been? You yeah, guys I just can, got you back guys from can vibe. Oh, no I was way. there in March. I spent my birthday there. Awesome, and That's you enjoyed so it? I loved it. I'm like obsessed with the city. Like literally yesterday I was sitting there and I I have so many happy thoughts about Cape Town. Aww. So yesterday I decided to write them down. So I created a list on my phone. Here, look, I'll show you. It's just to prove I'm not oh, lying. Wow. I created a list on my phone that I call... Things I love about Cape Town. Oh, you need to read that to me later. Okay, well, or now. the top two are Skrulls and Dassies. Okay. And, and and Fine Boss. Fine Boss? Yeah, okay. and Table Mountain. Table Mountain, definitely. I could go on all day. I like Hawk <laughs> Bay as well and Bocap, although apparently it's not pronounced Bocap. Apparently it's Burkarp or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> you know what she's talking about? Not that last one, no. <laughs> the colourful place in the city where all the Muslims live. Oh, Burkarp. Yes, yeah, see. Bo-cap. Bo-cap. I told you. Bo-cap. Yeah. Oh, let's get a bo-cap. It's written bo-cap, all right? Yeah. Anyway, take your sexy accent and read clue number two for us, would you, Joel? All right, so clue number two says, It was here that Jacob had his name changed to Israel after wrestling with God. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Do you know who it is, Lawson? It was here that... That wait, I wasn't even listening to the clue. Wait, wait, wait. I was just listening to the. I was just. I was listening to the accent. You were just. You were just lost in her accent, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. I was gone. Are you? Are you into the South African accent? Oh, it's amazing. Okay, hang on. All but right. I should say something though. Like when I was six, I moved overseas, um, to South Korea. So I think my yeah, accent mishmash. got mixed. Yeah, got mixed up a little bit. Okay, read the clue again. Clue number two. Read that right. one first. So it says. It was here that Jacob had his name changed to Israel after re- migraine, and you're just holding your weeping <laughs> head. I don't know why. I don't know. Like <laughs> you know the answer, Lawson. It'll come it's a to place. you. Yeah, it's a city. It'll come to you probably like at like three a.m. in the morning. Like, oh, that's right. That's what it is. <laughs> no, no, wrong. No. <laughs> Thanks for reading that out, Joelle. You oh, do. You do pleasure. have a nice accent. Oh, so thank you. He's Lawson's going to be a little bit tripped up. Because he's going to be like, we need to interview Duel, but at the same time, I'm trying to figure out what city that is. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. So, Joel, you've just uh, finished doing Arise, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, it was cool. life-changing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, How so? Bam. 
So I really just wanted a deeper relationship with God. Um, but I also went there going, needing like three things. So the first thing was like, I really needed peace about certain things in my life. The second thing, even though I had grown up um, in the Seventh-day Adventist church, and I knew that theoretically God loved me, but I was just at a point in my life where I just needed kind of more assurance that God mm. really truly loves me and then the third thing was I needed to know what was next after Rise because I just had no clue whatsoever mm. um, so because Rise is like a Bible training school we're spending time in God's word people around us are praying with us and we're just so invested in like surrendering everything to God so I got peace about um, my past and things that I wasn't um, very secure about mm. And that was just amazing, you know, when you have that burden just lifted off your shoulders and God mm. just gives you peace. And then the second thing, um, as I said, like we're spending so much time in the Bible, you just see God's love throughout Scripture mm. and that he's always pursuing us no matter how far away we go. So, yeah, I was just reassured of God's absolute love for me. And then the third thing was what to do after Arise. That was the big question. Um, and this opportunity came up to do Arise for Life, which is a position where you can be a bible worker for six months and that's what i'm currently doing so yeah god really came through for me that's awesome before like that that is so good and we'd love to talk you know get deep into that experience of a rise and now a rise for life and, and working for a church and whatnot but be- before we get into that i just want to ask you like where you know what was it that you know who were you before Arise? You know, what, what, what's your experience been like? You said that you were living in South Africa and then Korea. Just just run us a bit through that. Like, yeah, through that a little bit. What What is your life? All right. So, um, yeah, I grew up in Cape Town, South Africa. And when I was six, my parents and I moved to South Korea mm. where they became um, English teachers as missionaries. Oh, nice. And the plan was just to stay there for one year. But, um, you know, God has other plans. Mm. And we ended up staying there for six years and 10 months. So almost seven years, essentially. Mm. And then we then went back to South Africa where I did my um, studies in high school and um, got my degree and stuff. But I always wanted to go back to South Korea and like yeah. do the missionary thing like by myself and on my own. Um, so I went back and taught English. And just through that, I was, you know, on my own for the first time, which is a very daunting experience, mm. you know, as a young person. But I just had to learn to trust God through then yeah. that experience. But I still wanted more and more of God. So that kind of led me to arise. Do you speak Korean? I don't, unfortunately. That sounds, it's so embarrassing saying that. Like, I've been there for so long. But in my defense, when I was a kid, I went to a school that spoke English. Okay. So yeah. I didn't have to learn the language. And then when you're a teacher, your students kind of want to practice English. So, yeah. You yeah, just that, that's my them. excuse. <laughs> no, that, that's true. I, I lived in Spain for two years and I always get, oh, so you speak Spanish? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I say, Yes, but and then I start to say some, you know, Spanish word, you know, yo sé poco español, and like all this, like, yeah, I can speak a bit of Spanish, you know, how are you, blah, 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 but in my heart of hearts, I know that I actually can't really speak Spanish, like, I, I'm not fluent in Spanish, yeah. and I'm like, I lived there for two years, how did that You were not there happen? for two years? Yeah. yeah. Dang, son. Yeah. I was there for a much shorter space of time. I took lessons, though. Yeah, I didn't take any lessons. Oh, that helps, though. But, and, but that's the thing, is that I was in an environment in which when you're surrounded by people who just speak English to yeah. you, it's like, what's mm-hmm. the point of even learning? Absolutely. I'm sure you would have maybe got down, you know, like, backwards, forwards, sandwich, hello, goodbye, like, those kinds yeah, of the, things. Yeah, the small... But words. yeah, to, to, to sit down and have a conversation with someone you never have to do. So it's like, oh, yeah, rip, we just don't know it. <laughs> 
But that's cool. And yeah. and so, like, what? So you're in South Korea teaching. Yes. And then and then you made the decision over there to go to Arise. You're like looking at it from that perspective or? kind of yeah like someone had mentioned it before i went to south korea and i at the time was like oh i don't have money for that to not you know my aim was to get to south korea but once i was in south korea like i kept this thing of arise kept playing in my mind yeah um and i kept like going on the website checking the details yep. and then praying about it and then saving towards it and eventually applying so for me it was really god-led yeah wow absolutely and then, so you had the experience. So you flew out of like Korea into into Australia, or no? I went back home to just like have a holiday because I haven't hadn't seen my family in like one year and eight months. Yeah. So it was good to just spend time with them and rest, and then come over. Oh, to nice! Australia. So out yeah. of South Africa, through did you go through somewhere? Did you go through like Singapore or something? I think I just stopped over in Dubai. Oh, nice! Yeah. Okay, and then bad. and then into Australia. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, uh, yeah, I guess going from, like, is, I don't know, any, like, I've never been to South Africa. I've been to Africa, but I've never been to South Africa. Um, is, you know, or, or Korea, you know, was it was it a really different environment when you came to, here to Australia? Was it like, oh, man, this is crazy? Or was yeah, it like, just- like, particularly um, South Korea, like, you know, in terms of the religious aspect, are they very, like, a Christian nation there? Um, not really. There's a lot of, like, Buddhists and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Were you, were you were teaching English there, right? I was teaching English. Okay. But um, the place I was working for was um, Seventh-day Adventist. So it's one oh, of our okay. Seventh-day Adventist, like, language schools. Um, so through that, I got to, like, share the gospel a little bit as well. Mm. So that was cool. Is it difficult uh, doing missionary work in South Korea? Is it, like, a you know, a fertile missionary field or is it quite hard? I think so. Um, especially based on where I was as a teacher, I mean, we're, we have much more opportunity to share the gospel, like in our classes and, and mm. through our lessons if we want to. So like, I was never ashamed to share what I believed or talk about God. Yeah. I'm just interested to know, like why someone who already, you know, has been doing missionary work for a while, um, feels a need to go to a rise, which is like, a, you know, a missionary training school. Like, mm. wouldn't you have been like, ah, there's nothing I, I need to know. I'm already doing it. Like, well, it's so different because um, even though I got to share the gospel there, it, the main focus was teaching English. Like, that mm. was the job. Um, but I always wanted to know, like, how do I give an effective Bible study? I yeah, always well. thought it was, like, this complicated um, thing to do. And the thing about Arise is they also just teach you, you know, get in, they get into Scripture. And mm. for me, having been in the church for a long time, sometimes you just need a reminder yeah. of, you know, things that you've known for a long time but just kind of refreshed Mm. and i think then you know going to arise and and your experience as we've been talking to many different arise students they say oh man and then and then we got out on the doors and then you know we got into our practical you know aspect of 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 the course and giving bible studies and that's where it changed for me and that's where i finally started to put what i believed into practice and now i know it was that your experience as well yeah, I mean, door knocking was challenging, though. Yeah. I, you know, you think it's just oh, knocking on doors, but it's, you know, rejection. And, you know, it's it's hot. It really was hot. And I remember this one day I was 
I was by myself. My outreach partner wasn't with me. And I'm just like, God, why am I here? Like, what is this actually teaching me, you know? Mm. And um, I got to the point where I realized that this is self-sacrifice. Yeah. This is putting other people who I don't know, complete strangers before myself. And, like, that was wow. such a turning point for me because this this is how Jesus lived. You know, it was about other people telling them about the gospel. So that really switched for me in terms of what I was doing. Mm. Yeah. And then giving Bible studies, of course, is just another level of, of sharing. Yeah. And so now your experience, you, you went through the Arise course. How long was it? 15 weeks? Yeah, about three and a half months. Awesome. So 15-week Bible study course, and then you, you had the two weeks in the middle. What did you do in the two weeks before you started working for a church? I visited some friends and family in Sydney, and then I went to New Zealand, actually, for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And so, had that experience. And then, and then, you you started your gig. You're now working at Raymond Terrace Mission at at my church, and, and... from you know, from there now that you kind of like the testimony of all the rest of your rice students is now you know the outreach has just turned up to eleven and, and it's that's our main focus yeah. is going out and winning people. Um, you know, has that experience of self sacrifice has that continued to go on for you and are, you know are you relishing in that? Absolutely, but I mean, I keep I have to keep remembering. You know, yeah. this is character building and it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when we have a Bible study with someone, it's just amazing especially when they start to ask like deeper questions yeah. about um how can they you know get better in their spiritual life and you're like wow this is this is going somewhere mm. so that for me is the most exciting just actually getting into the word mm. do you put <clears throat> sorry do you plan on using your uh arise skills your newfound skills and uh training uh back in south korea is that like where you're thinking of heading maybe i don't think i'll go back to south korea because i had lived there for such a long time i feel like i have I've had that experience. So if I were to use anything that I've learned, it would probably be back home in South Africa. I'd okay. love to just um, give more to the youth and get involved there if that's God's leading. Mm. Mm, that was my that was my next question. Like, yeah, you know, what's on the horizon for you? You know, you've got your next six months planned out, working, um, being sustained to, to mm. be there. Is it, is it Australia? Is it South Korea? Is it, uh, oh, well, not South Korea, sorry, South Africa. Like, where, where what's on the cards for you? I wish I knew the answer, Lawson. Like, I wish someone could just tell me because that's the next thing that I'm praying about. It's God, where next? Mm. And it is hard because I like to have things planned and I want to know, you know, my future, but that's not how it works. It's, you know, mm. it's a trusting um, time when you just have to rely on God to lead the way. So, you know, maybe we'll be in Australia for longer. Maybe I will go home and just um, witness there somehow. So, yeah, we'll see where God leads. And that is awesome. Free as a bird, as they say. So exciting. <laughs> that is such an so exciting good. time in in a, in the young person's life when you know they're just starting out and they get that that firm foundation of training uh, within the within a, a Bible college within a mm-hmm. church and just learn you know how to wherever it is they end up how to really spread the gospel mm-hmm. um, you know to grow where they're planted so essentially so yeah it's very exciting to see where it is the Lord leads you next and where He does indeed plant you so you can yeah. grow and bloom and. Be a tree planted next to a river, as the psalm says. <laughs> the psalm chapter one says. Yes. Thank you so much, Joel, for joining us this morning. Thank you for sharing your story with us and to the listeners. I hope it's inspirational. That hey, man, like God has a plan for you, no matter Absolutely. where you are. Like you can be flying all over the world, and and uh, look, God just wants you to get back to Him and get back to the Scriptures and get back to teaching His Word. So, thanks so much, Joel. Um, we're going to be having our encounter with God Bible study coming up in the next hour. But right now, this is Melissa Otto with I Know What. Love is.
know what love is and I want it. I know what love is and I need it. So when I'm deprived, I get tired. I think that's just the way I've been wired. I know how it speaks. I know how it treats me. I know it's touch and I need it so much. I know it's smile. I know the look in its eyes. I know that it's patient. I know that it's kind. And I need you. And I want it. I know what love is, and I need it so. When I'm deprived, I get tired. I think that's just the way I've been wired. I know it believes. I know the hope that it sees. I know it will give its life for me. I know its voice and what is lovely to me. Though nothing stronger, it sounds like a melody. And I need you, love. And I miss you, love. How I need you, love. And I miss you, love. Tell me, how did we let you go? 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 You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Are you constantly amazed by the wonders of creation? Do you find the science behind all living things fascinating? Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries, completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19 at Avondale College in Coorenbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on 1-800-324-843. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving. A program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness. A relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. In the beginning, the Lord made the earth, the heavens, the hills, and the sea.
all creatures that live in the earth and taught them to live by his plan. Then as he rested, the Lord sanctified the seventh day for man. More than human Sometimes we stumble Sometimes we fall In the beginning The world was so bright Perfection was there for all And we'll have 